The Stanley Cup final begins this weekend, and it's still hard to believe the Boston Bruins didn't get out of the opening round. On today's episode, we're going to look back one more time at what went wrong against the Panthers, project whether or not they could have beaten the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, discuss when they might actually next be in the Stanley Cup final. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Friday, June 2nd, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Before we get into it, a quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. It's been over a month now since the Boston Bruins last played a hockey game. It's been exactly one month, actually, since the players met with the media to discuss a very disappointing first round loss at the hands of the Florida Panthers, who will begin Stanley Cup final in Vegas against the Golden Knights on Saturday. The Bruins, of course, had a record-breaking regular season. Most wins, most points, one of the best offenses in the NHL, one of the best defenses, a very good power play, a very exceptional penalty kill. And like we talked about yesterday on the podcast, they were able to add, get even better at the trade deadline with the trade with the Washington Capitals that brought Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway to Boston and then taking advantage of LTIR to add Tyler Bertuzzi with Nick Felino, Taylor Hall, Derek Forbord all on the shelf to end the season. And then things just fell off the rails. Not quickly, though. They were up 3-1 in their series against the Florida Panthers. And in that game five, Brad Marchand with a breakaway in the dying seconds. If he had taken one more split second to try to deke out Sergei Bobrovsky, it all ends there for the Panthers. Sergei Bobrovsky's legend doesn't grow. The Panthers are out. The Bruins off to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs, who were a fairly easy out for the Florida Panthers. And then potentially they take on the Carolina Hurricanes, who were decimated by injuries. Well, maybe decimated is an exaggeration, but were without star forward Andrei Svechnikov and struggled to uh, maintain their offense through the Eastern Conference Finals. 
But as we all know, Marshawn did not score. Game five went to overtime. Another opportunity to finish off the Panthers. That was quite literally given away by Linus Allmark. They scored enough in game six to get the win. They were up in that game. Ended up losing seven to five. They were up thanks to a shorthanded goal by Jake DeBrusque on a penalty by Hampus Lindholm, the old puck over glass. Then in game seven, they were up again with less than a minute to go in regulation and still somehow managed not to get out of the first round. Game on their stick in game five. Um, Chance to win in game six. It all was right there for the taking for the Boston Bruins. Actually, yeah, that game four or game five where Marshawn had the puck on a stick. That's the one they lost with Allmark in net, giving it away behind the net. Game six in Florida, back and forth affair. Game seven, they had the lead and still could not get it done. It's still hard to believe at this point. After the regular season they had, after loading up at the deadline, one of the deepest teams we've ever seen in the salary cap era, especially in Boston, and yet they didn't get out of the first round. I just cannot get Brad, oh, sorry, Patrice Bergeron's face out of my mind after Florida scored in the first round. It was kind of like this. For those of you watching on YouTube, and then everybody skating off the ice, giving him a hug. Especially Brad Marchand. It's just a comedy of errors, really. They beat themselves. They scored the most goals out of any team in the first round. Costly giveaways. Uh, untimely penalties. Specifically that Hampus Lindholm puck over glass that even though they scored a shorthanded goal. They still allowed a goal on that power play for the Florida Panthers. Uh, questionable lineup decisions by Jim Montgomery. We talked about it earlier this week, starting Derek Forbort in all seven games while scratching Matt Grizzlick. Connor Clifton in the lineup. He was especially not great in game six. Um Trent Frederick in and out of the lineup. Nick Foligno in and out of the lineup. You might have wanted his leadership in there for game seven. Uh, that was a possibly critical error that Bruce Cassidy made in 2019. We'll talk about that here coming up. But as good as the Bruins were in the regular season, and as much as everything went well for them, it all came crashing down far too early. Goalie regression, sloppy play, disjointed effort. Injuries to Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci, although the Bruins went 3-1 and one without Bergeron, somehow managed to lose all three games with him in the lineup. How does it even happen? David Krejci was banged up. He was very effective in Game 7. All that to say, you play that series 100 times, the Bruins probably come out on top more often than not, and it's extremely bad luck that... Boston was not able to make good on their record-setting run to regular season dominance. 
I'm still not over it. I'm still quite, um, yeah, disappointed that they are not in the the Stanley Cup final, that they didn't make it to or out of the first round as my son gives me a boo-boo face uh, behind me. They told me this morning, it's been a month. Get over it. I don't know if I can. It's it's going to be a tough go, especially because it could be a while before the Boston Bruins are back in the Stanley Cup final. Just to t- show you how lucky Vegas and Florida have been, they both tops in PDO, Vegas 106.3. Again, PDO, shooting percentage, save percentage, added up. At five on five, they have almost 12% shooting, almost 94.55 save percentage. Long term, that's unsustainable. The Bruins didn't get that five on five scoring, and their goaltending collapsed at the worst possible time. And that's a huge reason why they are not in the Stanley Cup final against the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll talk about next whether or not they could have beaten Vegas. And also, maybe pick a rooting favorite if you can stomach watching. First, a quick word about today's sponsor, Game Time. Now, I have the Game Time app on my phone. I've been looking at baseball tickets, concert tickets for this summer. And it's a great app because you can see exactly where you're going to sit. And it's a fast and very easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater. They have killer last-minute deals and a best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. You can get images of your seat before you buy. Buy in a matter of seconds. They're sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to dig through your email. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Just create an account, redeem code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Lowest price guaranteed. If you find a lower priced ticket in your section and row, they will match it. That's game time. Get on it. It's a great app, and uh, I'm going to be jumping on some concert tickets very, very soon. Actually, with the lowest price guarantee, they will credit you 110% of the difference. So get on that. Thank you once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. We will be discussing roster fringe players and prospects on Monday. And uh, actually, no, we're going to be doing a mailbag on Monday. So every dayers can expect that. Please do send me some questions over the weekend so that I can answer those on Monday's podcast. So the Bruins could have been playing Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup final if all had gone well on their end. And I've seen a lot of people say, well, maybe this shows that they shouldn't have gotten rid of Bruce Cassidy. Maybe he could have gotten them over the hump. It's a a moot point because it's very unlikely that things shake out the way they did if Bruce Cassidy was still behind the bench. Do Bergeron and Krejci come back? Does Jake DeBrus get traded? Are there other dominoes 
Um, do they have the regular season success where they're matched up with Florida in the first round? So many different factors that go into it. You can't just say if Bruce Cassidy coached the Bruins, then they would have beat Florida, gone on to beat Toronto, but gone on to beat Carolina and they'd be in the, in the Stanley cup final. Would Vegas be in the Stanley cup final if they hadn't hired Bruce Cassidy? What we do know is that the Bruins played Vegas twice this season. They won 3-1 on December 11th with Linus Allmark in net. And the next game in Vegas, where was that one? When was that one played? Uh, Very shortly, actually before, they lost 4-3 in a shootout uh, on home ice against Vegas with Jeremy Swayman in net. And then went to Vegas, won 3-1 with Linus Allmark in net. So it, it would have been a very entertaining series. Certainly would have been the storyline of Jim Montgomery going up against his predecessor. And yeah, best case, the Bruins were taking on Bruce Cassidy and beating the Vegas Golden Knights. It would have been a very entertaining series. Bruins would have had, well, they would have been the favorites, obviously, going in as the best regular season team of all time. And um, it would have been a bit of extra salt in the wound for Bruce Cassidy, not only looting in the finals, but to his former team. Alas, he gets a chance to beat them. Or sorry, beat the Florida Panthers and win the cup. Who should we be rooting for? Well... I'm not going to lie. I haven't been able to stomach much hockey since the Bruins lost. I've watched, I haven't watched the full game. Um, It's hard to root for the Panthers because they beat the Bruins. And you think, well, if Boston had won, then perhaps would have been a similar fate for Boston. So I kind of resent Florida for winning. I ultimately this time last year disagreed with Boston's decision to fire Cassidy in the first place. I think he was kind of scapegoated a little bit, although, you know, read between the lines, look behind the scenes. There were some um, reasons why he was let go beyond their inability to beat Carolina in round one last year. There were personnel uh, considerations, personality considerations, kind of um, his voice losing that effect. You know, sometimes the messaging just gets a bit stale and you need a fresh voice, and it paid off in the regular season, at least, with Jim Montgomery. All that to say, I guess I'm rooting for Vegas here, for Bruce Cassidy, obviously, friend of the pod, Kaylee Allard, also a member of the staff there, doing uh, great work behind the scenes with social media and the like. So for those two, I'm choosing to watch or root for Vegas. Plus whenever the Bruins are out, I usually root for the Western conference team anyways. So go Vegas, I guess not sure how much I'll watch, but uh, there we have it coming up after the break. Going to talk about when the Bruins might next be in the Stanley cup final. But thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. We will be back with fresh episodes all through June, every single day. 
beginning with a mailbag. So please do send in some uh, mailbag questions for me to answer on Monday's show. Now, if you go by theathletic.com, they put out some power rankings with Stanley Cup predictions and when the remaining 30 teams might play for their next Stanley Cup. They are not very high on the Bruins getting back there soon. They still have the Boston Bruins at ninth in their overall power rankings, saying they missed their best shot, but even without Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci, this will be a good team. Too good to tank or rebuild properly, leaving them stuck in championship purgatory for a long time. What year will they win their next Stanley Cup? They're saying 2050. 2050, folks. That is in 27 years. And that would be a cup drought of, I'm not very good at math, but 39 years. It's a bit hyperbolic, obviously. And we know that. Any team that gets into the playoffs obviously can go on a long run. All you need is exceptional goaltending and some puck luck, good health. The reality is the Bruins will not go into full rebuild mode, I don't think, as long as Cam Neely and Don Sweeney are at the helm. Uh The owners want a full building. They want eyes on the TV product. So they want, and they want playoff uh, gate, at least four around, ideally two. So they're going to want to be competitive. They're going to want to be a playoff team um, without tanking, rebuilding, a la the, the New York Rangers recently, the Chicago Blackhawks, who went all in for Connor Bedard. You won't be able to draft that high-end franchise-changing talent. They're going to have to rely on uh, the Bruins' reputation, the Bruins' culture, post-Bergeron and Krejci, to attract players to Boston to play those roles, to be a top six center, to be, yeah, play alongside David Pasternak, to ride with Charlie McAvoy. They're pretty set on defense and in net. So those are good foundations. If they decide to keep Allmark Swayman, it's very possible that, say, next year they squeak into the playoffs as a wildcard team and do the same thing that Florida did this year. The old President's Trophy plus one bump that has helped the Panthers, Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning, Washington Capitals in recent years. They all won the President's Trophy, flamed out early, and then the next year they came back and at least advanced to the final. Can the Bruins do the same? Well, (laughs) you know, they won the President's Trophy in 2020. Didn't get far in 2021. Um, And to look back at whether or not they'd be in the final with Bruce Cassidy. We all remember what happened in 2019. He was the the head coach there. Um, Game seven on home ice, the Bruins weren't able to get the job done. And I'll always wonder whether or not they would have won with David Backus in the lineup. 
Yes, he was a shade of his former self, but he was playing for his only Stanley Cup against his old team that he captained for several years. You'll never convince me that he wouldn't have played the game of his life in that situation. And maybe it would have been the same if Nick Foligno had been in the lineup for game seven against the Florida Panthers, uh, getting that extra bump from just that will to, to win when you haven't been that close before. Instead, they elected to go with Trent Frederick. No disrespect to him, but uh, probably not going to tip the scales in the way that Felino could have in that situation. Anyways, all that to say, will it be until 2050 before the Bruins are back in the Stanley Cup final? I mean, hopefully not. Who knows? It's a very competitive landscape out there. The Bruins have some cap issues. They don't have any first-round picks this year or next to build around. If Bergeron and Krejci do come back, then, yeah, certainly possible. If they don't, they're still going to have a good team, and perhaps they can surprise. Again, just get into the playoffs. Literally anything can happen, as we've seen this year. Yes, I wish they were playing tomorrow night. Still very, yeah, dismayed that they didn't make good on this opportunity. Probably the best, including 2011. This was a better team than 2011, 2013, 2019. Um, You just never know what's going to happen. Look back to 2013. They were down 3-1 or 4-1 against the Leafs, came back. 2019, Columbus beats Tampa, paves the way for Boston to get out of the East. Things happen. Expectations will be lower for sure. And uh, it's going to be tough road ahead for, for Don Sweeney to put it together as competitive of a team as he did this year. And it's going to be hard to build for the future without those first and second round picks this year and next year. Um, so... That's the way it is. Trying to be glass half full here. And uh, I still think they're going to have a good team next season. And we'll see what moves are ahead. And we'll keep you up to date on all of it here on Locked On Boston Bruins because we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We talk about your favorite team every day. And uh, we'll continue our offseason coverage with prospect reviews. Coaching, front office, potential free agents to look at, mailbags, talking to some guests as well. So please do uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And please do have a fantastic weekend. And we'll talk to you again here Monday on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day.